Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, Episode 520, the super spooky Halloween... Spectacular? Spooktacular. Ooh, spooktacular. Yeah. We know you guys like these. If you listen closely, you can hear the ghost of Dan Graney. (laughs) (laughs) Dan Grave. Yeah, Gravy. Oh, wait. That just still works. It doesn't really work in the same way. (laughs) No, but uh, I still like it. (laughs) So Blake Feld failed Feld like he was felled in battle. Oh, I was like he felled over. That's no. not a word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, mine is a word. Yeah. No, mine's you, yours. Mine. Yours was not. Yours a word. is also. It's the same it's word. A, yours is just the right way to say. Yeah, it. mine yeah. is an old time, an old timey word. <laughs> well, see, Dan has this advantage because he has thirty one years of The Simpsons, where <laughs> yeah. there's already a Dan Graney on there that has all yeah. the spooky names. So Groaning. Like he, isn't yeah. it? No, well, it's Matt, Matt Groening. There's a Dan well, with a name. It's not great, well, but, it but looks it's very exactly similar. Like yeah. it. But he can, you know, he can already get his ideas from that. So that bastard. All right. I say we kick him off the show. <laughs> I think he did that to himself. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So uh, I guess let's go around the table and introduce ourselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Just quick shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get them, you can find us. And uh, while you're there, subscribe so you never miss an episode. And what else? Uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, you can like the page and then join our Facebook group, which is called the League of Show Shares. You can also share an episode of the show and become a real life League of Show Shares and you will receive a uh, shout out a, a card oh, in the mail. Like, oh, oh, oh. You won't. Yeah. But uh, if you if I you, wouldn't <laughs> trust the Postal Service, but you will. But there's one coming. <laughs> it's just the, that damn Postal Service. Yeah. Shaking fest. That makes sense. Yes, I'm still so, waiting on a birthday present for a party today. Yeah, so we'll see oh, how geez. that goes. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm be- sure you ordered it with plenty of time. Uh, Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, from Sunday. Amazon Prime, by the way. It's like, yeah, they're normally pretty good. I know. Yeah, I got one of them. Gotcha. Not the other one. Yeah, they've been slacking. Now you guys. Now what are you going to do with the ball without the gag? That's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm that's... going to throw it against a wall and right. be very upset with myself. <laughs> Reenact scenes from. <laughs> The Great Escape. There we go. <laughs> now you guys know. So they're they're two day like they're two day guaranteed shipping. I know they do a lot of one day stuff now, but if your stuff is ordered with the two day Prime and it doesn't come in time, you message them. And a lot of times they'll give you like a five dollar Amazon credit. Yeah. So make sure you do that because I mean they'll do it every time. Like it's, what I like is they have an option now on a lot of stuff where it's like. Oh, if you waive your rapid delivery, they'll give you a dollar sure. in digital. I oh, do really? that a lot of the time. I do that all the time. I don't need You know what? And it comes in three days. A lot yeah. There's a lot of yeah. stuff where it's like, oh, I'm not in a hurry. Okay. And then I then I, I get yeah. a dollar off a book or Same something. Same thing. Oh, well, bad. yeah. And I a lot of times the uh, digital movies to own will go on sale for don't like do five that. bucks. Don't yeah. do that anymore. I'm sorry? Don't buy anything digital. Disney's pulling it all. Oh, that's such clickbait. <laughs> what if you it's own it? I know. If you own it, they can't take <laughs> no, it. No, I mean, after, the, after they're like, nope, it's in the vault. But, but that's the reason you buy it. Absolutely. <laughs> but, I mean, just to cl- to be clear. That was a joke. I'm not serious. Yeah. Like, I mean, you buy. I don't like buying digital, but I get but it. You but know, you know that that was for yes. theatrical. Yes. We talked about this months ago, and yes. now the clickbait articles are coming out. But I talked about this, remember, because yeah. Die Hard was the first one that got pulled after right. the merger. There was midnight shows, tickets sold, and Disney reached out to them and said, this is canceled. Wow, I can't believe they didn't just let it ride out. Yeah, just finish the ones that are there. Yeah. Then, yeah. It's terrible, and I I mean, I don't agree with it or anything. I can only imagine that Disney is wanting to come out with some kind of a third-party like way to run they, these like, Fathom think, events. I think they want to do it. They see how much works through mm-hmm. Fathom events, and yeah. they're like, why let these theaters do these little yeah. midnight shows or... Or, or yeah. specialty screenings when they can do them. Mark my words. Yeah. Just wait a few months and some kind of Disney Fathom Events type uh, oh, service. Oh, I have no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Especially no now doubt. Because, I mean, I mean, they own everything. From a business standpoint, they spent $73 billion. So right. like, they're trying to figure out ways to recoup. Now, hurting the fans of these properties, I don't think is the right way they to do it. They don't care about Well, but fans. I think in their, in their mind, though, it's like, well, it's still going to be able to be seen. It's just going to be on their schedule. Right. right. Yeah. So and not on the big screen. Well, but I do. I do wonder how much, how long until that starts to trickle down to 
the the streaming releases, you know. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I mean, if you bought it, it's yours. Right. I'm assuming they can't take, take it that back. away. But but uh, although I'm sure there's also probably some verbiage buried in there that would allow them to if they really wanted to. I'm but, sure that the Disney lawyers have figured out a way. <laughs> but there would also be it would be a PR disaster. Yeah, a lot of class action lawsuits. Right, like it's on. not wouldn't be worth it. But but especially because like if anything, it's it makes more sense to let people have it because it's like. When you sold it on physical media, yeah, you could still resell it. Yeah. Oh, sure. You know, yep. so yep, it yep, was yep. always available in the marketplace in some capacity. Uh, it's weird. I remember when we closed Blockbuster, is they we got emails of things that we couldn't resell. Right. Like the Disney stuff that was like in the vault. Right. They're like, nope, don't sell it. And I was like, cool. It's gonna go missing. Yeah. <laughs> what, <laughs> what are you gonna do? do? Fire me? Yeah, we're gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh Anyway, people who were kind enough to share the show this week, Librarian Cynthia, Aaron Marlowe, Griffin Foxsmith, Chris Williams, Susan Carlson, Travis Tewitt, met his wife at work the other day. Oh, outstanding. Yeah, oh. she works for the- Is she in radio? No, she- <laughs> <laughs> It's been a long time since we talked about that. Uh, it's, uh, no, she works for the Moolah Shrine, and where I work- For the theater? No, the- Oh, the, the actual- The actual the, Moolah I got you, I got Shrine. Does she yeah, wear yeah. the hat? No, she does not. <laughs> she, she's a she's a lady. She can't yeah, have a Shriner hat. Yeah, how dare they? You can't let ladies that, wear that. Is that seriously a thing? Like yeah. they haven't? I know, but like in this day and age, there isn't a female Shriner. I thought. I mean, they. Drive I, those I feel like so. they would... have to drive those little cars. You know, they can't drive those cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, I'm not even going there. I but, will say okay. that's always one of my favorite parts of a parade. Those sure. little, little guys in the car. That's good stuff. <laughs> well, they're not little guys. Not, they're yeah, I guess they're guys. big guys in little cars. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That's but, the, it's the juxtaposition yeah, that gets right. you. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it would just be an optical <laughs> illusion. Why is that car so far yeah. away? But uh, no, she... <laughs> two miles <laughs> yeah. down the road. Oh, no. It's look right at, here. Look at him go. <laughs> it was right here the whole time. Uh, no, she works for the, the Moolah Shrine, the actual shrine, not sure. the movie theater. And, uh, and so where I work is a big giant arena, and we... Are the home of the Moulin Shrine Circus, uh-huh. and so she was in the meeting. That's fun. And I was like, because I, I recognize her because I see pictures of her because I'm friends with them on Facebook, right, and right. so I see pictures of her. And I was she like, follow the Shriners. I was like, Facebook page. Yeah. Are you married to Travis? T-Witt? Travis Tewitt? Not in not radio. radio? <laughs> yeah, not in radio. Travis Tewitt. She, she was, was like, like yeah. what are you talking? And I, then like- I was like wondering. I'm like, is it weird for her that like I have to be all like, well, here's what we're gonna do for the circus? And, oh, sure. And I'm not like making. <laughs> jokes right. and talking about eating babies she's like she's probably like wanting to look like i'm sure as soon as the meeting was over she was like i swear to god that guy talks about eating babies all the time don't listen to a word he says don't ever do this thing here again and if you do don't let people bring babies oh, yeah he He'll will eat, eat them every single one look at that fat bastard he will eat every effing baby you bring in this place now i know that for Longtime fans of the show, they'll completely understand that. But that episode's so far removed. I know. Now, right, there's probably true. a lot of listeners that don't understand it. So go listen to the review of Mother. Yes, to understand that joke. Yeah. Yes, but it's it, it's worth it. It is worth it. It's I was. I don't it. think I was here for that one. So oh, it's really? double worth. Oh, it. oh you weren't on the Mother it. episode. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. It was yeah. a treat. Yeah. So uh, I had we had very strong reactions <laughs> to the movie Mother. Yeah. Yeah. So that was coming off of uh, his other. What was that other Noah? Bible? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the fountain? Uh, no. No. <laughs> so, no. No. Uh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, back to League of Show Shares. Uh, Zara Vanderkreek, Brent Smith, Julianne Jordan, Chris Sanders, Laura Connolly, Quiddick, Ralph Tribble, Ron Johnson, Gabriel Lugo, Gabriel Lugo, Colby Mack, Chris Magic Man, Tom Comiskey, Timmy Tuzunes, Dustin at Nerds at Night Gaming, Brad Hyen, and Tammy Sherman Powers. So thank you very much. And if you'd like to be a League of Show Share, it's very simple. Just share an episode, and then we will see it, and we will add you to the list. And finally, Patreon. Don't forget patreon.com slash real spoilers. Five bucks a month. You get all sorts of bonus content, and you get to help us out, and we like you a little bit extra. Indeed. And who wouldn't want that? No, so nobody. there's all of that. I guess let's dig into our big Halloween episode. Uh, we decided <laughs> to do a real spoilers rewind. Yeah. And we will be tackling Scream as if we are seeing it for the first time. It's 1996. Oh, man. Johan is on acid wash dr- jeans. I am drinking a crystal Pepsi. 
That's uh, it, man. It's such a. It, Kevin's wearing a Swatch watch, which I know is technically the '80s, but Kevin was never fashionable. He was just oh. a few decades behind. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah. I, I'm like, I make it cool because it's so retro. <laughs> I know that's what you think. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's weird. That's what my like, mom tells me. I thought I remember seeing this in theaters, but in '96 I was 13, so there's no way I saw the first one in theaters. But I vividly remember. Seeing this, it had to be on VHS. Wait a minute, I, Mister Latchkey, I can't imagine you didn't find a way to buy a ticket to something like you could have at thirteen. I could have, but I don't. I don't remember. I mean, I think everyone remembers buying a ticket to something, or there's. I never did that. Well, and I like we didn't have to anyway. Oh, I didn't have to though because my parents were divorced, and so (laughs) I could just guilt my dad. I'd be like. (laughs) I'd be like, Dad'd be like, What do you want to see? And I'd be like, Uh, how about Beverly Hills Cop? He's like, All I'd right. Be like, okay. Dirty Harry. Yeah. Well, I wasn't a kid. I was I know it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember one time though, I'm I'm pretty sure when South Park the movie, Bigger, Longer, Uncut, whatever came out, uh, we my friend's parents, I think, or my friend's mom actually bought us the tickets yeah. so we could go and then we just went in. So we went yeah. to the Union Station Theater and they didn't give a crap. Well there you go. I they believe were, that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like Whatever, white boy. Go ahead. When well, advantages of living in the city. Yep. Big and it's time. Pretty much it. That's well, it stops and that. starts no, with that. More than that. Uh, yeah. So the ease of finding heroin. Well, it's meth. Okay. Well, I guess it wasn't meth. No, back meth then. is more no. of a county thing. Yeah, that's true. Sure, we that's kidding. true. Yeah. Um, Trust me, I know. <laughs> I guess that's. I guess I should. Yeah, just <laughs> lean into your expertise yes. in the subject. You should always cede to my expertise <laughs> when it comes to methamphetamine. Uh, it's weird. I was actually thinking about this yesterday after I finished watching, rewatching this for the billionth time. I don't think there's another horror director who has redefined the genre like three times, right? So Craven did Last House on the Left, which was kind of like the beginning of that 70s horror uh, independent horror, right. I guess. Yeah. And then he did Nightmare on Elm Street, which again, it was the 80s reinvention of the of the genre and then he did scream which was another reinvention yeah. that spawned so many uh not copycats i guess with the pun intended uh and horror was dead oh what well, absolutely was yeah. dead. i mean it was it was a, they had a life on uh like direct to video but that's uh, it i mean yeah, but not yeah. like big budget hollywood yeah, this, getting behind you know this brought back the horror genre and spawned so many copycats. Oh, so uh, like, I know what you did last summer and uh, Valentine, Urban Legend, it, it and and a lot of them took influence from Scream, like oh, yeah. directly. They're the, the, meta, twist, the quoting, twist, the twist and turns, twist quoting movies, Final being Destination, oh, big time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, so this one kind of it opens up. Uh, Kevin Williamson, who's the writer of this, is heavily influenced by Halloween, uh, so much so that the main boyfriend's last name is loomis mm-hmm. uh he pulls a psycho in the very beginning of this movie yeah He's a, he was a huge horror fan who realized that the genre is dead and he uh it was really interesting and finding out a little bit more about him he was uh broke he was couldn't pay his rent yep uh he it, one of these stories like chris pratt living in his car you know in hawaii and becoming sure. now a huge a-list movie star uh kevin williamson didn't i, I don't know if a lot of people know this about chris pratt but he could eat no fat but his, and his wife could eat no lean. Did you know well, that? Which wife? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it, it's really neat. It's it's one of these success right. stories. Uh, I mean, like, uh, is it Christopher McQuarrie was working at Blockbuster writing Usual Suspects? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's one of these. I mean, Michael J. Fox tells stories about how like he had to scrounge up money to use a payphone to call back to find out he landed family ties <laughs> so it's yeah insane. it's an amazing it, it's one of those really great stories where this guy was broke he loved the horror genre mm-hmm. and he was influenced by all that 70s 80s horror and that's why you get so many great influences and this was the hottest spec script in town yep you had four or five studios wanting to make this movie and they've got and i it's crazy when you look at this was like the, the also the beginning of like the i don't want to say stunt casting but like casting young hollywood in these leading roles so i mean you had drew barrymore who but it wasn't stunt casting no this one was on purpose like yeah. drew well that's true i guess it became so, stunt casting so drew later. barrymore was supposed to be sydney she's supposed to be sydney and she backed out at the last minute almost the entire thing fell apart Wes craven 
Almost That's why she's on the poster. Left. Yeah. Uh, but oh, I thought that was just a deliberate head fake. Nope. Uh. Uh-uh. So well, she they was... should have had plenty of time to change the poster. Well, no, so... no, 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 no. But the, this, so this is what happened. They left it that way, and it was actually Drew Barrymore's idea. Yeah. So Drew Barrymore is the thank for this mastermind head fake thing. Yeah. She was supposed to be Sydney for the whole movie. So why'd she back out? But still, she, help I don't them think do she that. wanted to do a horror movie. Like gotcha. I, but she's like she loved the first scene. Yeah. So she said, "I'll do this," and she's like, "If if you think that the." big star the biggest name in the movie can die in the first few 15 minutes you don't know what to expect from it's, this the, movie. It's, yeah. the, it's the psycho rule right when he kills janet lee in the first 10 minutes but of that no movie, it's not 10 it's, it's much well, like, you know what i mean but, but, yeah. like, when you but kill this janet is 15 lee. though yeah. but this yeah. is this is never been i mean you don't make it to the opening credits yeah. and like no. the opening credits are the are her <laughs> hanging by her yeah. guts right so yeah. i re rewatch this uh which which cut did you watch I watched what I think just the theatrical. Okay, because they're this. I bought this the bo- bundle on on Voodoo for all four of them. Yeah, I gotta tell you, three's a little wonky, but four like four was really good. I remember yeah. seeing four when it came out because it came out recently enough that I was reviewing movies. Yeah, and, and I know it didn't do well. Four was supposed to be the reboot, and I was just like, this was, that was really good. Yeah, I did not expect it to be yeah. that good with the stunt casting. That that's like they redid that with like Young Hollywood. Yeah, where it was like these are the new up and coming people. We'll yeah. throw them in this movie, but, but when I, so I watched it with uh, two teenage girls. So yeah. my stepdaughter was had some money over, and I was like, "Hey, we're gonna watch Scream if you want to watch it." And they really like horror movies, and she's watched a bunch of them. And I was like wanting to show her Scream for a while, but I also wanted her to see more horror movies before she watched Scream because Scream is so meta. Yeah, that like you need to kind of have that vocabulary of horror movies to and the really rule, enjoy and it. The rules and right. Like that, and yeah. so I was like, "Okay, she's seen enough now. I we can do Scream." And so. Um, but I had to stop and explain, like, oh, Drew Barrymore is a famous actress. Like, they didn't know who she was. I guess was. that's true. They wouldn't know who yeah. she is, is she? And so I was like, she was a big deal. And, like, when she dies in the first 15 minutes of the movie and she's on the poster, the people were like, what the holy hell is happening? Yeah. I came to see a Drew Barrymore movie. <laughs> but she get a Nev Campbell movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm fine with. Like, yeah. I, she she's a great final girl in this Whole job. like she's a final girl four times, yeah. So, which is just kind of interesting. But she was doing was she party of five? Party oh of yeah. Five so so she, she was just coming off TV. Courtney Cox so, was coming she's, up. She's not coming off like party of five and friends were still going. Well, yeah, I'm saying that she's only oh sure having sure, sure TV roles. Yeah yeah yeah. And Courtney Cox was only TV. She hadn't done movies. So I mean this 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 made movie stars out of people that oh yeah. yeah friends started in '94. Yes. So she probably filmed this after the first season. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Is my guess. Yeah. Because this came out '96. And, so and Fel- uh, Felicity, which is where actually I think Kevin Williamson he did Dawson's, Dawson's Creek, Creek right yeah. after this. Yeah, I think I think yeah, this got him the juice to do Dawson's right, Creek. right, right, and then that he was unstoppable for a while. Like, yeah, that dude could do no wrong after this till he did the faculty. I love the faculty. I love. I like the faculty a lot. That yeah. was fun. Now he did. He wrote a script called Killing Mrs. Tingle. Isn't uh, there a movie teaching called Mrs. Tingle? T- yeah, but it was called. But it was LA. Calling, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they changed yes. the title. So to teaching, starring Katie Holmes. Did that only get greenlit after Scream? And he wrote it first. This I believe like, so. Yeah, this so, Scream is like the beginning of mm-hmm. that. Uh, young Hollywood, so the faculty teaching Mrs. Yeah. Tingle. Uh, but he wrote Killing Mrs. Tingle yes. first, right? And so once Scream got made, then they started picking up it's Kevin a, it's Williams. The Cabin and in stuff. the Woods issue, yeah. That's they're like, we'll just hold on to this till Thor comes out, and then we'll go from there. But it's a fascinating combination of right place, right time, uh, people making decisions that seemed risky, but they paid off big. You know, four or five studios, you know, trying to get this. Uh, but uh, Miramax had several Oscar-winning pictures, yep. and they were willing to take risks. And uh, Bob, we- and luckily, I mean, when yeah. when you talk, but when you talk about Weinstein's, of course, there's the whole Harvey Weinstein thing. But Bob is the one that actually really took the lead on this movie. Luckily, so. When yeah. you talk about the Weinstein's and Miramax, it was really Bob doing everything with this. Um, so it's kind of nice in retrospect that we're not talking about <laughs> Harvey. Yeah. But uh, he, it is weird to see in part three to see Kevin uh, Jansen, Jansen, Bob in part three. I love that. Like in this weird meta moment where I'm just there on the Miramax set. And I, I, I'm we were, like, I was thinking I was talking to Brad Hyen, and we were talking. Wouldn't it have been great if Jansen Bob had a scream? 
reverse. Oh, had you know, like yeah, had something. They with both screen. had yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, no, uh, they they were just creating dimension because yeah. they they wanted their own like uh, Sony screen gems and they wanted that sub uh, set that could do horror and genre and pictures. That's what dimension became and, was like the horror. Yeah, and so I mean, this got picked up. The script was like it was a no brainer, hottest thing in Hollywood, and so this really kickstarted that mm-hmm. part of you know dimension being the horror taking risks and it's uh, like they say that. Um, New Line is the house that Freddie built. Like that's the name of a documentary about New yeah. Line is the house that Freddie built. And then it's it's just interesting that Wes Craven has two has built two studios off of one property. And uh, it's a shame that we lost him. Like I his he's got such an interesting body of work with like he did. Uh, there's like a romantic comedy in there somewhere. Uh, oh, he wanted to quit horror before this. He did. He wasn't yeah. sure. You know, I wasn't that where before looking into it how how little he was involved before getting the script because yeah it's like i mean this was kevin williamson and he developed this idea and wrote it and west craven just came on board he's such a horror master you think like oh, yeah. oh right he developed and came up with this craziness but like he nope. came on board to direct it and he got paid but yeah that's what right. this was. it was a it was a paycheck and he turned it into something that we're still talking yeah. about but he directed you know. all of them i mean obviously no. did he yeah he did all three of them all four of them yeah okay uh, maybe Williamson didn't write them. I think he did. I feel like he didn't write I, three. I feel like that's why three's a little wonky. Oh, maybe, but, but I, he, but I watched a producer on three. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I watched an interview where he was he wrote the script for four. So. He did write the script for so, four. Okay, I didn't realize yeah. three, which was... is why that one works. Yeah, like it's the the you have to watch these in order because every every subsequent sequel like ties questions up from the previous movie yeah uh oh yeah doesn't the the i mean the guy that gets framed so in part two we have shriver here's your spoilers the... part two the killer is spoiled well i mean it, so well i mean like ev- there's different there's different aspects of this first movie that are uh like continuity issues <laughs> as you go forward like there's a there's a the killer in three is like wait a minute you've got this character that we've never heard about in three movies and now all of a sudden here he is and then four uh does its own thing like four yeah. does not try to tie into other than having the characters of dewey courtney cox and uh sydney like those are the only characters that and they back. offered david arquette the role of one of the kids they did he wanted to play dewey so it's, it's i love the theory that dewey is actually the killer because it's great like when you go back when you when you read the theory and then you go back and watch, watch every scene he's just like well maybe that's funny like i could see him being like because he's always getting stabbed and he never dies <laughs> <laughs> he always manages to make it make it out alive the, the, whole, the whole opening scene happens and that's yeah very, which is great like that's very iconic cold it's, open it's he's uh drew barrymore in the house kind of looking like janet lee a little bit with the with the blonde bob haircut it's a little bit longer janet lee kind of had like a, a pixie cut uh and you know we get the whole thing where he calls on the phone and he asks the questions and he murders her boyfriend Steve. Now this is what this was an issue with the MPAA. Uh, initially, when they kill Steve, they you see his guts literally fall out and onto the floor, and the MPAA is like, "Nope, can't do that. Like that's not okay." <laughs> so there's a cut. There's I think there's a director's cut that's like, I think that got them a rated X. And they NC were just, seventeen. NC seventeen. Yeah. And they so they have if you go back and watch it, they've toned it down a little bit. Not yeah, by much, but the it's theatrical. still hanging there. Yeah, yeah. I watched the theatrical version and I'm like, that's really gruesome. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's I can very, only it's very gruesome. Um and then of course he he attacks uh Drew Barrymore. It, this is actually a really well set up scene where like the, the house is kind of by itself and you see her parents driving up mm-hmm. the road and she's like off to the side at, after being attacked and then uh they go in the house and then they walk through the house. They go to the back and you see Drew Barrymore hanging, but literally by her intestines. Yeah. Uh, strung up on a tree. And I was like, oh, geez. And She's then, hanging by her intestines. Oh, I yeah. didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, and then we get the opening credits for Scream and we're yeah. introduced to Sydney and uh, Billy Loomis, played by Skeet Ulrich, who is kind of the only one that never really came out of this okay. Like everybody else, pretty much Matthew Lillard and uh, Jamie, Ken- Jamie Kennedy. Uh, and Rose McGowan are all here. Those, those are your main characters, um, and they all kind of fit the different stereotypes. Like uh, Billy is the Johnny Depp 
of this movie, like so much so that he looks like Johnny Depp from Nightmare on Elm Street. That's why they cast him because yeah. they wanted that same teen heartthrob thing that they had with Johnny. And Depp. it worked. Like the dude looks just like him. Yeah. If you look at Johnny Depp, he kind of looks like a young M- Milo Ventimiglia. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's kind of like the the dark and not wouldn't say dark and brooding, but like the the brooding dreamy guy. Um, Sydney is the the virgin. Uh, and also, we're, we should say that like it's a year after her mother's death. So Sydney's mom had been murdered uh, by Cotton Weary, played by very briefly in this one. You see a very, uh, a a very young Leave Schreiber, yeah. who I don't think had really done anything up until this point. And I think his name is pronounced Liev. Is it really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, Liev Schreiber. Yeah. Okay. If you say so, yeah. Uh, you've got Matthew Lillard, who's kind of like the the goofy stoner guy. It was funny watching this with. The thirteen-year-old girls because they were just like shaggy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. weird, yeah. and eighty pounds yeah. soaking wet. Right, right. <laughs> and uh, I'm sorry. Uh, this is uh, he's one of the hackers from Hacker. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking SLC Punk is what I yeah. know him from. Um, and then you've got uh, Jamie Kennedy, who's like the the horror movie aficionado who knows the rules, who knows how to survive until you get to part two. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> that how to survive a horror film. Uh, and basically, this the, the town. It's a small, dreamy town, and I say dreamy. It's kind of like it's like this perfect little town, much like Haddonfield, Illinois. Um, if you if you if you break it down and you look at this movie, there's a lot of Halloween in this movie. So much so that like Halloween is playing on a TV in the background at the at the at the climax. And they movie. reference a lot of Jamie Lee Curtis horror they do. movies. Yeah, this, this prom is... night and Terror Train. Like those are all Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis flicks. It's such a smart script and why it was so sought after. It was the first time in a horror movie that they had deconstructed the genre yeah. and the characters were self aware and they brought up all these rules that as horror fans, the audience knows these rules and how all these tropes the you know with all the don't have sex and right. don't, don't do drugs back and all that stuff but uh this is the first movie to address those and then they break all their own rules they do and you watch it play out it's it's so clever and there was nothing else like it now we've seen so many people as with anything that's popular you see imitations and oh this worked we got to do this but um there was nothing like it in i I think the guy who is on par with Wes craven is like redefining the genre is jordan peele like he's the guy that i would go to and and maybe mike flanagan we'll see what dr sleep is like coming up next week right yeah uh, but I feel I like I don't know. You said that the last three weeks. I really have. That's coming true. up the next. It's week. November first, right? <laughs> I believe so. Okay, yeah. then I'm right. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like Jordan Peele is the guy who is redefining that genre, the genre right now. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So you know, the kids. It's it's interesting how like detached they are from the like their two of their classmates were just gutted and murdered, and they're always kind of like, man, that was messed up, and just like going yeah. about their life, and it's like, yeah, that. Yeah, that still plays today. Like I, you know, like uh, granted that probably today you're gonna get you know grief counselors, YouTube, in you know YouTube, and, yeah. you know document not documentaries, but like testimonials yeah. and things like that. But in 1996, it's just kind of like, oh well. Oh, and Henry mm. Winkler's the principal. Fantastic! Like that's so one great. that I always forget every time I watch this movie <laughs> that he's in it. Yeah, and it's Freddie's just... in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> as Wes Craven, West, played by well, Wes Craven. Yeah, there you go. Uh, which it's the actual outfit. It is, yeah, yeah. Same hat, he same brought, sweater. But no, it's the yeah. actual outfit. Yes. that's funny. I didn't he, know that. He Wes Craven <laughs> had it, and he got it out of storage and put it on. I love when he goes, Freddie. What? Oh, and just goes about. He it, said but. he felt so ridiculous, but <laughs> people said, "Oh, you should do a cameo. You should do a cameo." And they finally got him to do it. And he's like, I "Well, felt you know, he did that. He did that in uh, a new nightmare." Oh, did he? Yeah, so in a new nightmare is kind of like a meta version of Nightmare on Elm Street, where okay. Freddy kind of comes to life. I've never seen any but the first. I've never uh, watched that series. So I think the, a new nightmare is also written and directed oh, by Wes Craven. I saw the remake, I should say, but well, that's no. that's a shame. That's <laughs> well, yikes. Um, but yeah, that's actually check that one out. It's okay, but he's in the, he he's in that as himself. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so the kids kind of just go about they're going about their day. Uh, their their lives continue as normal. Nobody really gives a crap that Drew Barrymore and and Steve have been murdered. Uh, and Billy, he just, I mean, not that he didn't seem douchey back then, <laughs> but nowadays, especially when he's just like, oh, you know, like, oh, you won't put out yeah, and, and, yeah, and yeah. oh, you know, you just need to get over the fact that your mother was murdered and have sex with me. Like, it's just, it's oh, weird. It's, so it's weird when you watch it, when you know the twist yeah. and you go back and rewatch it and you're like, oh, he's just messing with her. Yeah. Like he's messing with her the whole time. Yeah. Uh, 
so yeah, yeah we, now you know. I mean, spoilers. Been you've probably seen Scream, but yeah, it's like, right. yeah, he's crazy. So yeah, right, it, it explains right, right. it a little bit. But when you're watching it, you're just like, oh, he's so so creepy, creepy. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So we go to we're back in Sydney's Sydney's room. And it's also weird to watch like some of those creepy, mo- those douchey boy moments with Rose McGowan in the movie. Yeah. Who's now so like me, me too, me too, center. and you know her relationship with Harvey Weinstein, the yeah. producer of this movie, Ugh. and like it's just yeah, yikes. Uh. Yeah, so they we go back to Sydney's house, and this is um, this is where the the red herrings start to develop. Oh, and I have to say that's also aside from we talked about the meta ness and the cleverness of the script, the, but the intriguing part is this mystery. Yeah, the 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 fact that they keep you guessing the entire you time, no idea as to who could it be, and then they, I mean, the twist is the real brilliance of yeah. it. But oh, yeah. that's what keeps the red herrings going because you're oh I I I know it's this person. Oh, they're arrested, and the bad guy's still making phone calls. It's, right brilliant yeah so so sydney's dad uh is leaving town for business and he i I do one of the things i've always liked about this setup is uh that i always wanted in my own house was the the door to block the other door i don't know (laughs) like i was like yeah that's that's brilliant because there's no way you you can tell they filmed it a couple times because there's already a scratch on the door oh really (laughs) yeah (laughs) but now in hd 4k is the only reason why (laughs) you're seeing that but but yeah billy sneaks into sydney's room and they kind of have a moment and he it's a jump scare too it is a jump scare once he comes to the window once the kills happen you're on edge and there's constant fake outs and misdirections and it's it's really well executed it really is so billy comes into the window and he tries to make a move at, at sid and kevin sid. williams williamson loves boys coming in through windows yes he does <laughs> yeah he does he, he uses that a lot oh that's a lot in dawson's creek yeah. that that's the that's like their own little teleporter thing right that's yeah. how he just possibly shows up in somebody's in joey's ha- window yeah what was that thing that you had with the vines growing up that you could climb up oh the sure tra- trellis? sure trellis trellis yeah. yeah it's like you know whack when houses that that and <laughs> Every dad figured out not to put, not those, to on put those on the house. No, I will uh, say, as watching this movie as an adult, I'm just like, God damn, that's a nice house. I know, I, know, I agree. I'm just like, look <laughs> both at of the, them. Look Drew at the Barrymore's view, house. The, yeah. Uh, well, someone had some life insurance on Matthew, Mississippi. Yeah, Matthew Lillard's yeah. house at the end. Like, good yeah. lord. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Billy jumps. This in is the in. Window. Well, I think they filmed in Santa Clara. Yeah. I, it's a clearly a nice woodsboro is place the, where they oh yeah big time yeah. um yeah so he kind of makes him and she kind of brushes it off like he they start to make it out make it out a little bit he moves his hand up her thigh and she's like nope and pushes him away dad comes in this is where we get the, the cool little door angle and uh the lot like one of my favorite lines of this movie is i you know i'm sorry that you sydney talking to, to billy she's like i'm sorry i can't give you like a rated r Relationship, but would you settle for PG thirteen? And like, like, just the look on his yeah. face, where he's like, "What does that mean?" And she, from behind, she flashes him her boobs. Yeah, and he like has he does ha- like it's a very endearing moment between the two. He yeah. has a funny little like cute little face. Where he's like, "Ah, dang it!" And then it's a shame I'm gonna it? try to gut you later, but right. you know, <laughs> well, it's interesting. Yeah, well, he said he wanted to be all up in her guts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he didn't. We didn't Which realize we that wildly <laughs> misinterpreted. <laughs> true. That was the NC seventeen version. <laughs> yeah. I but. Though it's interesting, what's really interesting in this movie is that not paying homage to those early 70s and 80s movies. There's no movies, boobs. This is rated R, but it's all violence. Yeah, there's yeah. no boobs in it. There's no, there's no nudity. They're paying movie. homage to movies that had the... So they I didn't, don't think there's nudity in any of them. What? That I think oh, in the screaming. I'm screen not movies. sure. Yeah, maybe not. But it's like they don't rely on that. That used to be a big trope. Yeah, and they're yeah. playing with tropes, and they're paying homage to these movies. And there's no nudity, so I just thought it was interesting they didn't feel the need to go into that. I, the most, I think it's because of the producers. I mean, Harvey Weinstein oh, just really, oh, didn't yeah. want to take advantage no. of women like that. Absolutely. He was, he, he was, was very. Remember, st- Bob led the charge in this movie. We're going <laughs> to keep was, that in mind. He was a strong proponent <laughs> yes, of women, uh, of and, women and, yes, their, and their rights. Yeah, yeah. I will say the only, the only like thing we get even close is, I mean, there's that one scene with Rose McGowan where she's front and center it was very cold it was very cold literally yes. that's they, they that's it it was very very cold yeah and she said in an interview that people asked her were you wearing some kind of prosthetics and said the other and she's like no what the what <laughs> are you I talking about yeah. but yeah and and uh bob is the one that made them change that's the a name pervy of, question it really yeah. is that's just like back in the 90s i really I like your nipples i want to know if i was seeing them for real somebody that's what asked that, question that really is asked scarlett johansson that question about like what was she wearing underneath the black widow costume and Charlotte Johansson's like, 
why does that matter? Yeah, like, that's what are weird. you? What are you? Why are you asking that me that? That is a weird question. Yeah, he's like, did you wear underwear under? Oh, that that's thing? super weird. And she's weird. just like, what? And not a, yeah. <laughs> so Bob is the one that made them change the name of the movie. Some they all movie. loved the idea of scary movie because it was a parody and deconstructing, which is hilarious. <laughs> the scary movie, <laughs> which is game. a parody, but they they wanted that and like that was like a deal breaker. And they say it like three times. They in do the movie. right, yeah. and so they loved that name, and everyone was so mad they were changing it. But now no one could see it as anything but scream no. yeah it was such it was one of those things that they had to fight for and luckily bob won on that because that is such an iconic name and i can't imagine i mean i know we know what scary movie is now but right. saying scary movie two and three i just the franchise wouldn't feel the same no i agree it's it's sometimes the name makes a big difference i do like that in two they get even more meta where jada pinkett smith and omar epps are going to see stab yeah, which is the I do movie. Love, the movie inside the movie. It's based yeah. on, isn't it? Based on. It's the based killings? on the. It's based on Woodsboro. Yeah, from before. So Sorry, and Heather Graham is. <laughs> oh, is the is blonde the, is the blonde yeah. character in the inside stab? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, oh, and I should say that the reason they wanted it called Scream was because there was a Michael Jackson song. There was, Scream, yeah. Sorry, sorry, his sister as well. So that's why they that was like a hot song around the time and they thought oh we need to use that it's perfect and yeah it's top in mind awareness and the scream obviously is like and good. i feel i feel like and harvey was like I, he wanted to be associated with another <laughs> sexual <laughs> predator yeah, yeah he's, he's like can jeffrey epstein can, yeah. can he produce this too can we get him in here in hindsight it really <laughs> yeah. it's interesting when you start putting things like that together that <laughs> may be circumstantial but i, mean, oh, I think it's just there's just so many not to start yeah, having them all lumped together. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then um, she, you know, I had such a crush on Sydney that. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. The character, not the, my stepdaughter. Not your just stepdaughter. To be clear. Okay. The, the Nev okay. Campbell character. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> that the girl I dated like resembled Sydney. And I didn't realize it until like. And that two, was after the surgery. That was after yeah. the surgery. Like two years ago. Like I realized I was like, huh, that was. That was fortuitous of me, I guess. I didn't even realize I did that until after the fact. And now you make your wife get her hair blonde and like shoulder know, length. Yeah. With no, the... I, I make her do like that weird Courtney Cox like layered <laughs> hair in this movie. <laughs> She's got some weird hair choices throughout this entire series. Like there are some Courtney Cox. I don't know how she allowed them to do her well, hair. Well, I think she's playing that newscaster character. I guess that's and true. So they, they, you want to have the news yeah. kind of hair helmet. That yeah, that's what she got. She almost yeah. had the Rachel yeah. in this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they the the kill like the 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 killings don't kind of stop, but they the uh, the Halloween aspect of this movie where where the killer is taunting Sydney uh, almost the entire time up until we get to Stu's party. Like uh, he's calling her, and he's messing with her, and she's the same voice that we heard yeah, talk the, to the voice. Well, we don't know it's a voice box, but but yeah, yeah, with that same voice calls her, and she thinks it's someone playing a trick on her. But then right. they start talking about her mom, and we cut. Yeah, we cut back to the house, and this is the a weird computer moment where Sydney is typing on the computer to call nine one one, and I don't really understand how this was going to work because I guess there were two phone lines, so like she dials, she calls nine one one via her modem on her computer. I don't. I guess I missed this. Yeah, this is where Billy shows back up in her. Like they're they're back in in the house, and yeah. Billy like he he's chasing her around. Yeah. Like the the killer's chasing her around the house, and this is where Billy gets arrested. Yeah. So he like she calls nine one one. I thought so. This is when the it's ghost face like instant messaging calls her and starts freaking her out, and then and Billy shows shows up. It's like no, a the fake. Ki- the killer shows up. Like oh yeah, chasing, chasing her. Yeah. Sure, and then he's there like comforting her. Oh my god! And then all of a sudden the cell phone drops. And the cell phone drops. Right. I don't remember the nine one one aspect. She's though. she's almost instant messaging nine one one. And then do you remember this time? I don't. Yeah. I just I, I mean I could have just not paying attention. It's also it's I, just a weird technology thing. Where I'm yeah. like, could you instant message nine one one and yeah. they answer you? I like, mean, I the only thing I can think of is those like for hard of hearing you. Oh Right, and then you type nine one one, and then it's. But I mean, I don't think anyone in her household used that. So Probably not. I don't know what it was. Someone that understands that nineties technology. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that. But. Yes. So then they arrest Billy, and this is where the. So the dad has gone missing. Like nobody can find her dad. He's a suspect. He's a suspect. Billy's now a suspect. So you've got all of these different uh, people who are floating around, and then you you're, you know you're not. It's weird because Stu is the only one where you never. You never, it never crosses your mind that no. Stu was that Stu was part of this thing. No. They do kind of hint that Jamie Kennedy 
like maybe because of his his obsession with Sydney. But I never and the believe. Movies. No, but I mean, you never know. But they throw everything. That's there's, the thing, though. You kill Drew Barrymore in the first. You don't know what. Yeah, ex- they they throw. There's so many red herrings, but I mean, I think Billy's the obvious one. But he goes to jail, and then she gets a call from the Voice. Correct. And so it's like, well, that couldn't be him then, right? And so, and we don't know the twist yet. And that's what's so genius about the whole thing is that this doesn't negate him from the equation. But we nope. don't know that, not at all. So it's it's great. So then, uh, so they're looking for the dad. Right. I think it's Billy. Well, she asks. She's like, he said he's staying. At the you know the holiday inn and whatever and dewey's just like nope like she's he's not there like we've yeah. got nobody there under that name blah, blah blah uh they arrest billy and then i think they go back to school and billy gets out of billy gets out of jail i'm trying to, why do they put the principal's hi- killed yeah but the principal's killed p- like before they set or after they set the town on lockdown why okay. do they set the town on lockdown we're like the word. I think it was the principal. I thought it was the principal. No, because the school's the, the, out the, after that, and they yeah, say, but, yeah, yeah, but he puts the he says the school's out. He does that, mm-hmm. and then oh, maybe it's just like the kids running around in the mask. Maybe it's Sydney. Maybe Sydney's attacked. That's what it is. Oh, so by like someone, Sydney. Sydney yeah. goes to school. She has a run in with. Billy. Oh, and and he suspends those. T- it's just right. pranksters doing it this time. But he's like, this is inappropriate given the situation. Yeah, and he's, he he sets the 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 town goes on curfew and he closes down school because he doesn't want any more uh, incidents in school until this is resolved. And then he closes his office door and there's Ghostface. Yeah, we, then we see Ghostface and he they murder Henry Winkler. Unfortunately. Uh, and they apparently I think that there was a scene where they go to the football field and they they show you what they did to Henry. Winkler. Oh, really? OK, yeah, I don't that was never I don't know if it was filmed and they had to cut it because of the NPAA or if it was just like in the script and they just never filmed it. Um, One of the interesting things was toward the end of the movie, Stu is covered in blood mm-hmm. and there's blood dripping off his hands. Feel they, a little woozy but they here. had to cut that in the NPAA at that time. They said we can't do moving blood. Oh, really? So they had to cut it before it dripped. And that's just interesting. Yeah. I, I think of now how much stuff you can get away with, even with well, also, even I would TV. think, like, I get moving blood if it's, like, pulsing or spurting out of a but out of dripping person. down. But if, like, if it's his... on your hand and dripping. But, I mean, it was off his... a wound down his oh, arm and dripping yeah, off his hand. Long but, yeah. but, yeah, so I just found that really interesting. That, like, no moving blood, so they had to cut that part. The MPA is a weird. And even now, like, I feel like if you watch Hannibal. The show that was on on, t- well, yeah. on network TV Things that is doing lot. way worse stuff than they ever Things did. Things are a lot screen. different yeah. now, though. Uh, PG thirteen, I think, really pushes it. Yeah, you know, if you see some of this stuff, you're like, wow. But I, I, I think it's also weird if you go back and watch movies before PG thirteen. Some of the stuff that they snuck into PG, PG movies, where all sure. of a sudden there's boobs, or <laughs> and you just, I mean, sixteen candles, oh yeah. boobs, and it's Absolutely. like, and that's a PG movie. That's so weird to think about. Yeah. They pull a guy's heart out in a PG well, that's movie. That's why you have PG thirteen now. Yeah, that's true. In Raider and Temple, Temple of Doom, Temple of Doom, that's right. It's in the Gremlins Temple of Doom PG? and Gremlins. Gremlins were, the, yeah. were the two where they were like, we need a new. <laughs> oh raid. damn it! There was when, another Jaws. Jaws, Gremlins, and Temple of Doom are the. Oh, and Jaws. Th- but was, Jaws is like Jaws is PG. That was but yeah, but though. Jaws is seventy. It is yeah. six. Yeah, where I mean, it was a long. Also, you're talking another ten years almost right. before you get to Temple of Doom and and Gremlins. But it is yeah. all Spielberg. I mean, he he uh, <laughs> produced Gremlins, right? Oh yeah. Like so, yeah. Spielberg's yeah. produced. So it's like it's all the Spielberg stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like ah, we'll just. I see think what we maybe can do. they were given Spielberg a little more leeway than other directors you know because he's Probably spielberg well they would have by gremlins and temple of doom but i don't they yeah. wouldn't have for jaws no but b- yeah. by those i mean yeah. i think that that's why it finally something happened because it was like anything spielberg was associated with they're really pushing the envelope and it's like okay i think we need to <laughs> yeah create something <laughs> we've let that. you go on long yeah. enough uh i think the guy the gremlins getting melted and exploding were <laughs> yeah the tipping block yeah it was the it was the microwave gremlin <laughs> yeah, right. that there's a scene in that where they were kicking a kick ahead down us down the stairs and they yeah. they didn't yeah. film it like, oh that maybe they did film it and they're just like no it was the neighbor right did yeah. they yeah yeah it was the wife and yeah. they were gonna kick her head down the steps uh and so they just put her on a, a conveyor like the the motorized wheel, wheelchair oh, that yeah. went up the thing you know it's all fun and games until someone's head gets kicked that's, down I'm the stairs you. that's what the mpa says <laughs> yeah. at least that's... uh yeah so the, they kill henry winkler and then he puts the, the the whole town goes on lockdown. He closes the school for until this is resolved. So Stu decides to have a big party. 
uh, a, a school's out because people are getting murdered party. Yeah, right, that right. maybe is I gotta tell you, though, clue. it's also just like it's 1990. Yeah, it, that's but, true. You know what I that's mean? That's fair. That's Because I think they even mentioned, they're like, how inappropriate this <laughs> yeah. seems. And they're like, we're just partying. Whatever you did, Sydney, getting chased and almost <laughs> right, and scared because yeah. of a killer that's reminding you of your mother's death. Right, like, right, right. Um, yeah, so we should also say there is a lot of tension between uh, Gail Weathers, who is Courtney Cox, and Sydney Prescott, because Gail oh. Weathers... Uh, wrote the book wrote the book and believes that that cotton, uh, that cotton weary is innocent and that sydney put away an innocent man like to be fair like she's done a lot of inv- like investigative journalism and yeah. she's like the clues don't add up it might have been you know wrong place wrong time kind of a thing right which you know spoilers that's what it was it turns and out that so, way <laughs> you know of course sydney, well, and he even kind of looks like he does the the boyfriend yeah, yeah. he's a little yeah i would say that that's very that they're very similar in in build and, and facial features haircut haircut same yeah. thing uh does Liev shriver have that long yeah gen- when that, you see him in, in those that, when you see him get in really? the car like he's got that he's, look yeah. he's, got, oh, like, okay. he's got like the shaved sides like that with the hair yeah cuts, that's like, interesting like i i can only picture him with that short tight like what he's had for the last if yeah they, he's had that if forever they, though it was it's a shame that he was in such a bad wolverine movie he'd have been a good i think yeah i do i think so too uh, but he so, wasn't in. Oh, but he was in, he was in the bad one. Oh, he wasn't in the first X Men. No, that was Tyler. He was Vane. in. Okay, never yeah. mind. Carry on. Yeah, because <laughs> I was thinking like, yeah, he was good. Like, because should have worked, but no. Yeah. Uh, maybe they'll bring him back. Who knows? I don't. Know. I doubt that, that <laughs> ship too. sailed. If they could bring back old man saber too. <laughs> if they could bring back Fastbender and him, like that, those are two of the carryovers that I wouldn't mind seeing come back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's like there is this tension between the two of them that carries throughout this entire movie. They're de- they're basically at each other's throats. Uh, the whole time she Gail Weathers kind of playing like the I'm just a reporter like I'm just doing my job and Sydney's like F you dude like this is my life and then she's she does, very insensitive she punches her in the mouth at one point which is a great little line from Rose McGowan uh, later in the movie yeah. Um, so yeah they're having this party and this Sid- is where you get the rules Jamie Kennedy, Jamie the Kennedy. I, do like, I do like the scene in the in the not blockbuster but definitely a blockbuster <laughs> um, you could t- I could as soon as they walk in I was like I know that particle Joe's board. blockbuster yeah. sense I went did off. I was like I, I, I put together those particle boards something things. was tingling <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, it's, you know uh, he was killing Mrs. Tingle uh, that's right <laughs> also Katie Holmes who was also a major crush in that movie uh, so he basically this is where we get even more evidence that maybe Billy is the killer where he's just like, we see Billy kind of talking to two girls in the horror section. And Jamie Kennedy is just kind of like, what do you think it's really a good idea for the one person that they think is the killer to be hanging out in like the serial killer section. And then he kind of gets in, in Billy Loomis gets into, uh, I'm trying, what is his character's name? Kenny. No, that's the Randy. 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 I knew it was something like they, they get into a, a verbal altercation, and this is where he kind of accuses Matthew Randy Lillard is very big. He's a big scene. guy. No, I mean his performance. He well, I feel like when <laughs> it's he, out there, but I like it because I Matthew Lillard early in his career, and I don't know, maybe he still does. I don't see him much, but he always played these really like just weird, crazy guys. And so, like, I don't know why, but in this movie, and he even said he was surprised they let him do it the way that he did. But I don't know, it never like bothered me. Like, it never was like that's bad. I just I know it was bothering me. Was oh, really? It? Yeah. I, I always was, uh, I was just like I'm like I'm like the director really needed to be like how about we try that again at a seven, <laughs> Matthew. I don't know. <laughs> Not at a 77. I think right. it's so iconic, and I just, I, I he's always been such a weird actor that, I mean, since those early days, and I, I again, I love the movie Hackers, and he's serial killer, like Fruit Loops. Yeah. And uh, he just, he's just so, he's out there and wacky. And I feel, it just, like, I I feel like when the turn happens, is like when he starts to do that yeah. is when it starts to be like, oh, maybe there's something off here. Yeah. Like that's when he starts to turn it up. But, I, a but he's bit. also, yeah, because he's, I do think the time where it does feel a little odd is when he's trying to convince them that, that it's the other him, guy, it's, yeah, it's not him. Yeah. But then it's like this guy acting and he's not an actor. He's a crazy serial right. killer. I don't know. For me, it plays because of him just trying to be like, it's not, you know, like he doesn't know how to play this off. Right. <laughs> we, I remember my sister and I would always repeat like the, the feel a little woozy. Oh, sure, like yeah. that's something we would say. <laughs> we still say it to this day. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So they go to the party and Randy, get Lake, we get the rules. They're watching Halloween in the background. What are the rules? Do you know them by heart, Joe? Uh, don't have, don't have sex. Don't do drugs. Don't drink. 
Uh, I think that's kind of about it's the same it. stuff you say to your kids. Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, yes, it is. And when you break the rules, you die. Right. Like, that's, <laughs> so watch. <laughs> so you sit your kids down. He you says know. that part to his kids too. Yeah. You break these rules, you will die. I will kill, I will you. kill you. Uh, yeah. And those are the rules. That's but they're saying them as Billy and Sydney are having sex, right? Yes. So and and never say I'll be right back because you won't be back. I'll yeah. you know. Um, Terminator came back. It's a lot. <laughs> Unfortunately, so, I mean, yeah. he's also the bad guy. So he that's can a, say why it. we talked. That's a horror movie we talked about. Uh, what Terminator? I guess two isn't as much. But two is not a horror movie. But one, I'll give you yeah. one. One definitely has yeah. some horror. Two is just too. an action movie. Yep. Um. So yeah, this is where Billy says, you know, he's like, "Hey, you want a beer?" And or not Billy, but Stu. He's like, "Yeah, I'll be." I'll, he's like, "All right, I'll be right and back." He, and and you know, Billy has guilted Sydney so much this movie, and yeah. now she put him in jail and thinks he's innocent. Right, so she right, finally, right. And she hooks up with him, yeah. and it's just uh, they're at this, you know, they. I'm trying to think. Does he? Does he almost give it away right here? And then he's no. It's after they have sex. She says. She says Who did something. You call? Right, and then he almost and he gives says, "I it. called my dad," and she says, "No, I saw the sheriff call your dad." Right, and, and then, then he's like, "Oh well, I tried to call first, and then and, I then I couldn't get him." So he called. Like he works himself out of it, but right, right, she right. knows something's a little off. And then he's attacked. Like he yeah. is. Uh, you see, like he kind of turns his back to the camera, and we see Ghostface come crashing through. We should also we lose Tatum, uh, Rose McGowan, yeah. in one of the most ridiculous kills of the entire. I movie. love this one. I, I it's a great kill, kill, but yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Like yeah. she, okay. I mean, for Dude, example, if, if a if a bug crawls in front of your garage <laughs> right, door, sensor, garage it goes down. Also, like, look. Well, it depends on the age of your garage door. True. So, like Back some some of the older like the original garage doors didn't have that the the stop feature didn't have the stop feature. do you think they could lift a 120 pound that woman? is the real problem <laughs> yeah. i have with it yeah because like the garage door that that we had like we had one of the early ones because right. we had money oh excuse Ooh. me now but we had one of the early garage door openers and like had it for a long time and like first off when you hit the button you'd swear to god an <laughs> effing jet was flying over your house they were so loud a v8 to lift that oh door oh my god it was loud so maybe the motor would have been strong enough maybe jesus christ it was loud <laughs> well, that's she, a great kill when it goes up and then goes like like breaks yeah. you know it's it is okay but i but yeah i seriously question if it would have had the strength <laughs> she to do that. in this movie she is presented as very busty she is very and then trying to squeeze through. I'm like, what are you doing? Where you're tr- where, like, she's so we all know the kill where she's trying to squeeze it was through. Poorly uh, edited too. It really because, was <laughs> like they would show her from the front and and she and her her boobs were outside right. of the cat door. And then when they would show her from the back, they were inside. They were inside. Like her, it was just like her arm like was yeah. up through the thing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is this is actually of she goes out to get a beer. Goes faces there. She thinks it's it's uh, one of the boys. And she and she kind of holds her own for a while, where she's like hitting him in the face with the with the beer bottles, or she hits him in the face with the uh, this freezer door. Uh, and then, of course, for whatever reason, she, she tries, tr- to, crawl tries to crawl through the cat door. I was like, "What? Do you, all right, I mean, I guess if you think you can make it with," and he pushes the and he pushes door the garage door and she yeah. lifts her in the air and crushes her head. Yep. And she hangs out the rest of the movie. Very Friday the Thirteenth ish. Like this is the the when when they do the kills that you see on screen, they definitely ramp up the. The homages to Friday the Thirteenth because that was obviously the one was like, how can we kill these kids in fun ways? Yeah. Oh, I know. We'll shoot an arrow through his face or whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then we see Ghostface attack Billy, and we think that Billy has has bitten it. He Another gets, great red herring. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's so, so now you're just like, well, now what do we think doing it's now? him? And then she's caught him, and then he gets stabbed, and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. So uh, Sydney runs outside. We should say that Gail Weathers is there. Uh, she knows this party is happening, so her and the the poor cameraman that she is just berating the entire time. Fifty pounds <laughs> overweight, but when I say come, fat move your ass? yeah, it's like he uh, it is, and it's, he put on twenty pounds for this role. I, that which that guy is a great actor. Yeah. Uh, he's one of those characters. I think he was on. Why would you put on weight for this role? I know. I, know. I, I, I guess he, he really wanted to be weight. A <laughs> and he's like, I did it for the role. <laughs> he was on Deadwood. He was really I good. Don't on know. Deadwood. I, I mean, I, I like this, take him serious. I think he wanted to work with Wes Craven, and he, and the character calls for that. So like, they just he did it. You could just rewrite the line. <laughs> no, I think come they on, wanted you that. Bean pole. <laughs> yeah, let's there go. You go. Yeah, <laughs> get it together. That's how history says it happened. Anyway, I get yeah. what you mean, but I, 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 I think when you got this. 
BS on that. <laughs> when you've got this cat, you've got Wes Craven, and you've got this cast attached. I mean, why wouldn't you want to be a part of it? And if that's that's how Williamson wrote it, I just I don't know. I don't know if anybody knew that this was going to be what it was. Well, I, I think they were something. excited to be a yeah. part of it. That's though. probably true. It's, yeah. uh, the names are there. So yeah, so Gail has planted this camera. Uh, inside the the living room, so she can see and it's on delay because that makes sense, right? Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Sydney runs outside. She gets into the van, and they're and watching. So, the... And it's also meta because she's watching it like we're watching it, right? Like we watched it play out. Right, where we're exactly. seeing pe- stuff, people behind them killing them, and then right. they get to watch and be like, "Kid, watch out!" And well, we yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then so uh, Gail and Dewey are this romantic relationship has started to. To blossom on and off screen, like yes. that's it both. It's hard to watch the interviews where David Arquette is like, "And I have a daughter, and I met my wife on this. And I'm so <laughs> thankful." I'm like, "Oh, I just feel." So I'm trying bad. to think where they, I mean, di- they have the daughter still, obviously. But were it's they like, divorced by four. It, were they they still were together at rough. Four? No, I think they were together, but it was like separated okay. by four. It was things were rough. things were rough at four. They were working, and it you out. can see it. Like there's yeah. like them together. The real easy way to was she build is Courtney Cox or Courtney Cox Arquette? Oh, that's four. a good question. I don't yeah. know. That seems to be the but, easiest way to. You know, like, I, I followed that whole thing in real time, and like I listened to his interviews on Stern when it was going on at the time, and that's just rough. I mean, I, David Arquette seems like a really nice guy, and I know that was really hard on him. Yeah, that the breakup, and obviously had the daughter together, and uh, it's just hard listening and knowing that story. And but then yeah, I saw an interview where he's th- so thankful <laughs> for his wife and everything. It's like, oh, well, you know. So I get it. No, I totally. But it's just it's hard to watch. Now sure, you sure. Know they're not together. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're going. They're walking. Um, they, they're walking down this road, and they ha- actually end up finding Sydney's dad's car. So now we've got another. We should say that like the some oh, of the they, phone, they, they like the take phone, a tumble down the yeah the uh, hill another great line. And she's like, she kind of like rolls her head over and she was like, is that what you're looking for? And he goes, my entire life. And then I was like, yeah, that's a great. That's so good. That's so good. We should also say that the some of the phone calls were coming from Sydney's dad's phone, Mm. um, which is just like, I don't think that's a thing. You can't really clone a phone number anymore. I don't think Um, just get a go phone or something. Um, well, if we're to believe that he's a serial killer from hackers, I guess that's true. Yeah, hack the planet, <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, so yeah, so they they go back, and Sydney runs outside, and she runs into the van, and there's the the cameraman, and uh, they realize that Ghostface is right behind Randy. Like Randy is trashed and watching Halloween. She was Courtney Cox Arquette in three, but Courtney Cox in oh, four. Oh, there we go. Okay, that makes that makes sense. And what year was four? Oh seven. Four was oh nine. I feel like it was later. Two thousand eleven. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Okay. I remember being in the twenty tens. Okay. Was like oh wow. Yeah. All right. We were all just two years away from starting real spoilers when Scream Four. <laughs> right. Came out. And yeah. that's why. Yeah. And Tom reviewed it, so <laughs> that's you know that's uh, how it seems like so far away. But yeah, the thing is like we're getting older and stuff. Still old. seems like it was so <laughs> still, recently. Here's but, the thing: it was far away. It was. Right, but <laughs> we're, you're, it's, this is this phenomenon you're feeling right now. <laughs> right, it's only going to get worse. Great. and more frequent. Well, this is like when I saw that uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back was 18 years I ago. I know <laughs> because I think of Jay and Silent Bob. I mean, I love all the the US Universe stuff and the Jay and Silent Bob stuff. And I feel like that was so much later than all the, you know, standalone because there's references to Clerks and Chasing Amy. And it does. But like those movies came out every, you know, year to two. Wasn't and- Clerks 2 his last one? Clerks 2 was the last VSQ one. Jay and Bob was like 2000, 2001. Clerks 2 was like. Oh, that that may be, but I mean, they were, he was making movies in the beginning every year, you know, he was consistently making them. So it seems like, wow, yeah, Jane Silent Bob was like very recent because it references all that stuff, but it was 18 years ago and that blows my mind. (laughs) And then here we are with the boy, this scream forecast, Um, right? What is it? Can uh, I see if can I see if I can do it by memory? Okay. Uh, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, well, Nev Campbell, Hayden Panettiere. Yes. Emma Roberts. Uh yes, one of the Culkins, Rory. Yeah. Oh, uh, you're Kieran's missing some big ones. Am I? Yeah, big ones. Oh no, wait, Anna Paquin. Yes, Kristen Bell. Yes. Oh. Uh, well, no, in my defense, those two are in the very like very very beginning of the movie. Yeah. Uh, and there's two. There's another very big one. By today's standards, I think big one. Two two more. I think that who Abon Costello. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, Allison Brie. Oh yeah, yeah. She's uh-huh. the she's Gail's assistant. Yeah, Adam Brody. He's a cop, 
and and Anthony Ed Anthony the guy from Blackish. Anthony Mackie? No. Anthony Anderson. There it is. Anthony Anderson. Yeah, he's Who's Anthony Mackie. He's Falcon. Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He's kind of funny though. He's very funny. But yeah, like that's it's a that's a big cat. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of yeah. Not all of them make it. Yeah, that is well, uh, that's that's the, that, that is the Suicide Squad of Scream forecasts. Yeah, that's what that is. Okay. And a lot of those weren't very big names at the time. Allison Bree didn't mean anything. No, that's no, probably true. Yeah, it's but still, um, it's interesting to see. Now. What does she do nowadays? Well, she's uh, on Glow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And Glow's, she's Glow's voice on BoJack Horseman. Okay. Yeah. The Netflix. Big Netflix. She's yeah. in the yeah. Netflix camp. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the, now we are off to the races. Everybody, uh, Ghostface kills the Kenny, the cameraman, slices his throat. Gail Weathers, uh, Gail comes back and, you know, she, uh, like, you know, we think Gail is dead, basically. Um, then we go back and Sydney runs back into the house. She's got the gun, this Chekhov's gun that keeps showing up. And now we've got. Uh, Do we get stabbed? Do not yet. Does he? Well, at some point we're getting. He does. There. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He definitely does get stabbed. Maybe. Either way, we've got uh, Jamie Kennedy and Matthew Lillard, and they're coming at Sydney. They're like, "It's oh, him! So, it's yeah. him! It's him! It's him! It's you know the, you know the whole thing." And then they slam the door. Sydney is inside, and I think, I think Billy d- comes uh, stumbling, like, stumbling down, the down. She's like, "Give me the gun! Give me the gun!" And, and he like, gets the gun from her, and right. then is like, and then shoots Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. And then, and now that's the turn. And then he reveals his, he, you know, and, and he references a horror movie. I can't remember which one, but then you get like, oh, because the ghost face is always referencing yeah. horror movies that like from the very beginning, right. you know, trivia and all that. And then he talks, references a horror movie. And then uh, you get the big reveal. That, of, that it's Matthew Lillard and Skeet Ulrich which, are, I mean, are the killers. This was the genius of this movie was the fact that you didn't think of it possibly being two people. Right. So they kept throwing these red herrings at you and they kept proving you would think proving the innocence of one character or the other, but when you put two in the equation, knowing that right. they didn't, you know, none of them so were they, innocent. Yeah, they reveal. She's like, "Why? Why are you doing this?" And he was like, "Motive. Motive's dumb. Nobody who cares about motive. You just care about a body count." So they actually in the script they went back and forth between should they have a motive or should they not, and they did both. Yeah, because he gives the whole does a motive matter, but then he talks and about he gives, the mom. He gives the motive. So the deal is is that Billy's dad left town. No. Billy's mom left town because Billy's dad was having an affair with Sydney's mom and they're going to set it all up to where the dad Sydney's dad is the killer. They were going to be the Billy and Stu are going to be the final survivors, which is very close to the scream Four plot. Like that's very close that they were going to frame and it was going to be and, uh, that's so far away that's not necessary so yeah so that that hasn't happened yet we're only reviewing scream one that's true we can't say what four (laughs) emulates it's one so yeah so then they start they decide that they're going to start they pull sydney's dad out of a closet and he's you know we find out that's why he's missing that's why he's missing that's why his car is there um and we also the kind of the reveal is that i guess billy's uh mom no billy's dad i guess was kind of not okay after his mom left and that kind of added to uh billy's psychosis at that Mm -hmm. point um so yeah so billy and Stu basically just start stabbing each other because they want to be the final survivors uh and and billy's billy goes crazy billy goes a little crazy with the blade and i mean he's gonna kill matthew lillard basically he's he stabbed him enough where he's just you know that's the uh, it's getting i'm getting a little woozy here goes back to grab the gun because they're gonna kill sydney and then the gun's gone, and there's Gail Weathers, who is not dead. And he was like, "She looked dead. I didn't know. Like she looked dead enough." And then, uh, big old fight ensues. Uh, somehow, I and the, this is uh, the the great improv line from Matthew Lillard when he's like, "Oh, my parents are gonna be so mad." Oh my mad god, that's such a great. She's like, it's "I've already called." What a great line. My mom and dad are gonna be so pissed at me. Uh, so any, they're gonna be more pissed when they realize that Sydney threw a TV on his head. Uh, and that's well, how they kill. They're gonna be murdered a bunch of people. <laughs> I guess actually, that's true. Yeah. The... So they they kill they kill her that they kill uh, Matthew Lillard that way. Um, Stu gets shot, but he keeps coming. You know, this is the typical. Just when you think the killer's dead, he keeps coming back. Uh, so he gets shot. He gets knocked down, and then he sits back up. And I think Sydney shoots him in the I head. I thought that was Billy that. that gets what did I say? Stu. It is Billy. Billy. Yeah, now, Stu, did, Stu gets this TV in the face. This, in the face. I, you're kind of like me with this stuff. Does this final line ever bother you? What's that? 
the final line. Not, not, the, not in my movie. Yes. The, yeah. the, it, it bothers me because they're like, this is the part of the movie where the killer comes back to life to scare them. And she shoots him and says, not in my movie. Why didn't they just say comes back and kills them or something? Because it's like, he does, or just come, say, or just he does come, come back, back and scare them. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> the not in my movie, I don't think is a very good like catch, yeah. like action movie catchphrase right. because it's like, he did that right. so it isn't her movie i, I just didn't right. like it. it's the logic in me and i'm it's a nitpick but i just every time i see it i'm yeah. like it happens so <laughs> yeah it, yeah, it, it is in your movie but uh, but yeah shoots billy in the head and that's dewey's alive like yeah. we, we think that dewey and he was made, supposed to die they loved him so much they filmed two versions they're like or that was the last day of filming and they're like let's film him coming back through the doorway that he's alive still and well, he's an is album. he on the doorway or is it like he's on the he's on the stretcher that's how we see that he's alive. Oh, I alive. thought he comes, or they carry him through the doorway in the stretcher. Yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. Whatever. And he kind of like raises his hand. And, yeah, yeah, so that wasn't even in that. And they're like, we're going to be, it's going to be a mistake <laughs> if we don't. Don't worry. Every subsequent movie after this, he's getting stabbed. <laughs> Some way or another, yeah. you think you're going to lose Dewey, but. Deputy you know, Doofy. Deputy Doofy. Uh, yeah, and I think this this is a brilliant movie. This movie holds up. 1996, It's kind of. I think it's kind of hard to uh, hold up. An, an interesting little tidbit watching this with 13 year old girls yes when they're in the car and uh when she's in the van and the guy and ghostface is trying to get in the van mm-hmm. and and he has the keys and she's locking the door yeah like we had to explain how keys and door locks oh my god worked. like they didn't have fobs to right unlock. like oh. they were just like well just hit the th- how's he opening ah! the car oh my god like they didn't even understand that oh. the key would open that's the car crazy. door that hurts and, a little bit and, and, that, like, and that they couldn't just hit the press button, a button and lock oh. it all at once oh. and yeah like she, that like, is hilarious we like, oh no no that no hurt, like yeah. that's, that's, that's actually another halloween reference if yeah. you look at that scene uh, when he comes up through the back of the uh, the SUV, the cop SUV, yeah, the way he grabs her throat is exactly how he kills Annie, Br- uh, by, where the shape kills Annie Brackett mm-hmm. in the first Halloween. Like the way that Sydney even kicks her legs up in the air ah. is almost exactly the same way. Gotcha. That's just, that's funny that they were just yeah, like, what is it? Why door locks? Brackett <laughs> coming locks. back for the sequels. The man, they're, they're bringing everybody back. I mean, it's uh, except for Tommy I'm, Doyle. I would. Th- I mean, <laughs> you would think he'd be retired by now, but I don't know. Maybe he's. Maybe he's just going to be like living in the community, or maybe he just I, doesn't want to retire. I wonder who yeah. wrote the book of love. No, uh, if they're going to make that daughter the killer, I feel like I feel like that Halloween reboot was like, look, we're going back to basics. Like, let's reintroduce you to all these characters. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they have the balls to be like Michael Myers is dead, but the psychosis isn't. No, have you seen it? His, but his body's gone. They did the classic. Uh, just like Halloween, they almost made the they almost made a five year old the killer in part four. <laughs> well, I, and then they, they, and there's they, a reason why we're ex- excluding all those from canon. No, there's not. Though four not? four is a good movie. That's no. like, all right. Uh, but yeah, so I'm wondering if they have the like to do something weird or well. Crazy. This movie got so hot they let Kevin Williams do a Halloween. <laughs> I know, that's true. Yeah, he wrote he wrote the spec script for Halloween H two O. Yeah, um, some of his some of his stuff made it into that movie. I don't think he wrote. People like that movie, right? H two O is a good H two O is a good movie. Yeah. I like that movie. There's some there's some issues with the mask because they couldn't get the rights to certain things, so they oh, had to like of the chat. Yeah, because of the chat. But like also there's like a CGI mask that's really bad at one point in Ooh. the in the movie. Um, but going to your point and saying it holds up, I mean, practical effects. This every is time. Horror Master Wes Craven and using practical horror effects, and that's why it still holds up. There's yep. all that crappy CG blood going around. I mean, yeah. it's it's, uh, it's I, physical, it's real, it looks gross, and you just... You don't see it because it's all like CG because it's easy to clean up and do multiple takes now. Oh, yeah. And, and I think even if you go, like, we, we talk about the young Hollywood. In part two, I think you get Jada Pickett Smith, you get Omar Epps, Jerry O'Connell, Timothy Oliphant, Tastic is in it. Uh, Lori Metcalf is in it. Uh, and then your original cast is all in it as well. Three, I think you get another guy from part one of the guys from Jason Party of Mews, Five. Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah, right. One of the guys from Party of Five is in it. Like, so, and then four obviously is like a who's yeah. who of Hollywood at that point. Very young Hollywood at that point. So anyway, I guess uh, that's it for this one. Let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can also, where was I at? Oh, Facebook.com uh, slash Tom O'Keefe. And you can find the show online at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. And don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify while you're there. Uh 
subscribe or do whatever you need to do on Spotify. I don't know if they call it that, but do it. <laughs> and, uh, of course, Patreon, patreon.com slash real spoiler. So that's it for this one. Uh, on the next one, we will tackle countdown. So thanks for tuning yeah. in. And until next time, Doofy isn't disabled. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Real spoilers. It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.